Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. On this week's broadcast, we're going to be in James chapter 1, verse 19, talking about being a doer and not a hearer only of the Word. Now, we've, we're continuing this from last week. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can click back. If you're listening on one of our podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google, or uh, iHeartRadio, CastBox, any of the, almost all of the major uh, platforms we're on, you can look us up on that to, to listen. This is not actually uh, on there yet, but it is on YouTube. We're we're eventually getting all of them up onto the podcast platform. But but if you look back on YouTube, you can catch the beginning of this because we were actually out of state, uh, and I recorded this in a hotel room, and my phone ran out of memory, so it got the first only seven minutes of it. So we went ahead and put that up, so we didn't lose all of it. But we're this is a continuation of what I believe the Lord has shown us about being a being a doer and not a hearer only and how that it goes into explain about being a uh, looking into a mirror. And when you look into that mirror, and we'll go into this a little bit later, but in, in uh, James 1.19, this is where we're going to start out at, at. And I want to go ahead and open up with prayer before I run away with myself and get too carried away. So uh, let me go ahead and open up a prayer. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we worship you and we thank you, Father. We thank you for for moving and working on our behalf, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for your word, for teaching us and instructing us, Lord. And every time we look into your word that we see something different, we see something different about you that we hadn't known before, different about ourselves, Lord, and, and helps us, it helps us to come up higher. Lord, we thank you for the word that you've given us that keeps us going. It keeps us moving forward until the day that you return. Lord God, it gives us that strength. And once you return, we won't need faith once you're, once that you come and get us. Faith will, will, will be unnecessary. All things will have been fulfilled. And Lord, we thank you though, that through your word, you've given us the ability to hear and to continue hearing and to have faith, Lord God, to trust you and to trust Lord God, that you're with us and you never forsake us, Lord and that you won't abandon us. And Father, we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. So in James chapter 1, 19, I actually didn't get to read uh, read it uh, on the introduction. So let me go ahead and read uh, in one nineteen, starting out in, uh, I'm going to read this in the King James, and then we'll in a few different versions. But uh, it starts out in one nineteen. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass." For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain." Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. 
Now, if you didn't get to read your chapter today, you haven't read your Bible and you're listening, you followed along, well, at least you got the word on the inside of you. you got And, and uh, hopefully this message, as, as I bring this out, bring out some insights to this will help just to to let you look at it in a different way. Look at it in a, in a, a maybe a way you've never seen it before. So in the New Living Translation, uh, I want to go down to uh, verse 21. It says, so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. And humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. Now, this this morning when I got up, if I hadn't looked in the mirror, it would have been a scary sight. <laughs> I actually got some pictures. I, I thought, wow, when I did look in the mirror, I thought, oh my goodness. And I've got some pictures here I want to put up. Yeah, pretty crazy. Wow. I mean, if you look like this when you get up in the morning, Lord help you. <laughs> you know, I, I thought, wow, this is going to scare somebody. I really thought uh, when I walked into the to the den and my wife and... Uh, Annette and my oldest son, Caleb, was in there. I thought, they are surely going to say something. They didn't say a word. And this is what I actually looked like when I got up this morning. And so when I went into the mirror, I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is horrific. So I'm thankful that I looked into the mirror. But if I would, just like he's talking about here, if you look into the mirror, like listening to the word of God, hearing the word of God, it's like looking into a mirror. And if you see yourself in that mirror and you walk away forgetting what you look like, you are not being a doer of the word. If you forget what you saw and you go on and continue your life in a different direction, you're deceiving your own self because you're not being true. You're not doing what the word of God says. You're not being who you were born to be. Now, when now I'm talking about a physical, this is just a little illustration of, of physically how I look like because it looked crazy. The you know my hair was sticking up on end and and uh, look just I hadn't shaved in like three days, so I really looked bad. If you're listening to this, you you know you you won't see the images of it, but it it really looked like uh, you know my wife really does wear rose colored glasses because love covers a multitude and my goodness for her to still look at me and not and not even have said a word about it thought baby you are looking at me through eyes of love you have to be but but let me let me read this in uh, the passion translation in verse 24 uh let me go back up to 21 it says don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it for that is the essence of self-deception so always let his word become like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message you hear, you become like a person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. Now, this is interesting how the Passion Translation puts it. You perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and forget your divine origin. So it's not always, you know, it's when we think about the word of God, showing us who we are many times we and and I'm guilty of this we we think of it as 
we think of it as only seeing ourselves in the light of our faults, that the Word of God only shows us our shortcomings. But it also shows us who we are in God. And it's the same difference. If you take the, if you look into the mirror, just like when I looked in the mirror and saw the craziness, and if I didn't change, if I didn't do anything about it and I go out and forget about it, what does that do? I mean, what if I, you know, if you, if you have, if my clothes would have been uh, stuff spilled all over it and I go out, what does it do? It brings, it brings shame. It brings, you know, you, you get into a situation where it's embarrassment. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I walked out here like this. Well, the same way that when we look into that mirror of God's word, and we, we're supposed to see that we're a child of the Most High God. We're created in the image of God, that God loves us and has cared for us. And our divine origin is from heaven. And when we, for, when we, when we don't perceive that, we look into the mirror, we look into the Word of God, we realize that, wow, we are a child of God. God has put His Spirit on the inside of us. We're, we are, uh, we are only shortly uh, coming through this world we're we're what we're aliens we're strangers in this world we're only here passing through our home our life eternal is not on the earth it is in the kingdom of heaven it's not this earthly life so all of these things that that are part of who we truly are if we look into the word of god like look into them into that mirror and we see Wow, I am a child of the Most High God. I've been created in His image. God has divinely called me, called me to for purpose on this earth. God has given me, given a plan for me. He has specifically a plan for me, knew me, just like in Jeremiah, knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb. He knew me and formed me in there. And God has purpose for my life. I am valuable to Him. And all of these things that we learn from the Word of God, we learn who we are in Him. We learn that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We learn that by faith that we can overcome any situation through Him. We learn that 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 we are saved by grace through faith. That it's not our uh, our ability to be good that gives us the right to earn salvation, but it is God who gave us through Christ Jesus the ability to become sons and daughters of the Most High God. All of these things that we learn by looking into the Word of God, if we turn around, just like looking into that mirror and walk away and forget, wait, I am a child of the Most High God. When we, when we go to church or we read our Bible and then we go out into the workplace and we forget that we are a child of the Most High God, do we continue acting like everyone else? Do we just act like the world? Do we just act like people that don't know God? That's like looking into the mirror and turning away, walking away and forgetting who you are. But the, but looking into that mirror, it's not just our negative things, but also the greatness of who we are, the greatness of what God has for us, the greatness that God has called us to. All of these things that when we look into the Word of God, we see our future is in Him. We see that our future is bright. Our future is awesome. That, that all of the things that the Word teaches us about Jesus teaching the disciples and telling them, don't get, don't look at this world at only in, in what you're clothed with. Like he talks about in Matthew chapter six, don't just look at this world and, and, and your clothing and your food and your raiment. It, it, you're more valuable than all the birds of the field in the end of the air. 
You're more valuable of all than all the flowers of the field and the birds of the air. You're more valuable than than the earth itself to God. And God has created you for purpose and God has given you a place in his kingdom for all of eternity. All of these things that we look at and we find in the word of God, if we don't if we don't act on them, we will forget when we get into a situation we'll forget that we have the divine power living on the inside of us. We forget when we get into a situation or just like, you know, when, when the COVID hit the, the world, we as believers shouldn't act just like everybody else. Is there, are there dangers in the world? Absolutely. But how do we as a believer face the things, the hardships, the dangers, all of these things is is God not our protection? Is God not our safe place? Is God not able to heal and deliver and to bring into our life whatever we have need of? Is he not a healer? Is he not a deliverer? Is is the uh, whatever finances that we need, do we crumble under the weight and the pressure uh, like everybody else? Or do we say, God is my source. I trust God. God is my refuge. When we face things and challenges in this life or when we if we lose someone to death, do we crumble and fall away like like someone that doesn't believe in eternal life? No, we know that when my grandfather and grandmother passed away, we rejoiced. Yes, we were sad, but we rejoiced because we knew that they were in the presence of the Most High God and that we would see them again, that this is not the end. We would see them. We saw them when my at the my grandfather's funeral. We saw him, we saw in our mind and in our heart that he was dancing with grandma again, that he was connected, reconnected with grandma. All of these things that, that, that this life brings us, we have to look at them differently. And looking at it through the eyes of the word of God is like looking into that mirror. But when we see it, when it's revealed, we can't turn away and walk away and forget what we looked like, just like that picture of me getting up this morning. I, if I for, I can't forget what I still can't forget what it looks like. But you can't forget what you see, whether it's good or bad. Don't forget, we have to do something with what we see. If it's something ugly, then thank God that He is right there with us in that mirror saying, hey, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I looked horrible this morning, but all it took was a little shampoo and a hairdryer and boom, wow, that looks not too bad, you know, or and shaved. Wow, what a difference it makes. You look so much more human-like, you know, when, you're, when your hair is not sticking out every direction. So, you know, but the Lord is right there with us w- w- during the ugly or the beautiful if it's something ugly in our life, he is, he's not shaken by it. And he's standing right there with us saying, I'm going to help you fix this. I'll help you. You don't know how I'm going to bring somebody across your path. I'll give you the wisdom. You keep seeking, you keep searching, and you're going to find the answer. I'll bring somebody into your life if you just keep seeking. But if you, if you turn away and forget about it and keep acting out life without look remembering what you saw then you won't ever try to do anything about it you won't walk in that direction you won't 
You won't try to fix it. You won't try to look for or ask the Lord. You'll, you'll, you'll just go on as if life is the way it is. And when you see yourself in the light of who He is, when you see the good things in that mirror, when you look into the Word of God and you see the greatness, if you turn away and go back out into the, if you only, if you only see the goodness and the greatness when you're at church or when you're around family, but when, or when someone else, when we're out in the world, if we don't let that light shine, we are forgetting who we were and we're not walking in that greatness that God has for us. We're not walking in the greatness, in the light of the love and the, the, the power of the word of God, that God's word will change us to be better humans. You know, the things that are going on today with all the, the politics, you know, politics have their place because there has to be authority, but politics are not the solution. They're not the answer. They're, they are part of what makes up our nation, but the, the thing that changes that is when politicians begin to turn back to God. When they begin to look to God for that wisdom, when they look to God for the answer, when they look to the Word of God, just like our founding fathers did, when they, when they sought wisdom from God's Word and they asked the Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us for this nation. When we think that we have it all or know it all or we, we seek out wisdom from any other place besides God Himself and the, the Word that He gave well, without seeking His wisdom, then man's wisdom gets in the way and it crumbles because man's wisdom is faulty and it's full of greed and it's full of deception and self-centeredness and and uh, deception and all of these things that will try to work its way in because it's not pure. But God's word and his wisdom is absolutely pure and everything that he does and has for us is for our best. It's for the best of mankind. And God is so good and so awesome. And as we look and continue to look in His Word, we will find the truth. And if we will act on it, then we will be blessed. And then he goes on to say, let me read this in the Passion. In verse 25, But those who set their gaze deeply into the perfect law of liberty are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessing in all that they do. Verse 26, if someone believes they have a relationship with God, but fails to guard his words, then his heart is drifting away and his religion is shallow and empty. Wow, that's a powerful statement. The message translation says in that same verse, anyone who sets himself up as as religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and only hot air. Verse 27 in the Passion, it says this, True spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God is to make a difference in the lives of the orphans and the widows in their troubles and to refuse to be, be corrupted by the world's values. The New Living says, refusing to let the world corrupt you. And then the message, it says, corruption from the uh, guard against corruption from the godless world. All of these things, true religion, true following after God is to in the in the King James it says to visit the orphans and the widows, based to take care of them. If you look up, if you look up the word orphans, it, it actually, I believe it's more than just one who doesn't have a physical uh, parent, but 
not only just not a physical parent, but some people have lost their guardian or a teacher. That word orphan actually means in the Thayer definition, it is uh, one bereft of a father of parents or without or the loss of. uh, And then it says of those bereft of a teacher, guide or guardian. Just being without a teacher, a guide or guardian is like being fatherless or orphaned. You don't have anybody in your life to help you down that road. And there are many people today that don't have someone in their life to give them good, godly wisdom and counsel. They don't have someone in their life to give them good advice or to lead them away from destruction or someone that that is there for them like a parent would do would say, hey, stop. That's destructive. No, that's that's not the route you you know for you. That's not the route to go. But having just good sound advice in their life, or someone to to tell them, hey, you are amazing at this. You are gifted in this area, and you are able and can do this. Someone to encourage them, but a a guardian, a teacher, a guide, someone to help them through life. Many people don't even have that type of relationship with someone in their life. And so we as believers have the opportunity to share Christ, to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus, to share the powerful message that God still loves you. That even though you feel like that, that you know, you've messed up or you're or maybe you uh, for it, it's it's like the 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 pendulum swings. There are many people that feel like that they're unworthy, they've messed up. And then they're on the other side of that is people that think they don't need God. They don't need anybody else in their life. They're okay and they're fine with where they are and who they are and how they are until they get to the place to where the rug is pulled out from underneath them and nothing is left and everyone else has walked away. And then they realize that there's nothing really left in this world that they can stand on. But that is where we as believers have the words of life. We have the living word to declare to a broken and dying and a lost world that Jesus Christ gave his life so that we could have freedom. And all of this is found in God's word. By looking into the the mirror of God's word, We can see life. Yes, there's life and there's death. But he said, I've set in Deuteronomy, I've set before you this day life and death, but choose life. God doesn't want anybody to be cursed. He wants everybody to be blessed and profitable and honorable and and a person of integrity and full of life and full of blessings. He wants that for every person. And everything that his word does is to draw us up and out of a dark place to take the hands of the enemy off of us, to take Satan's hands off of us, and to declare and to say that I am a child of the Most High God. That's who I am. When I look into that mirror, that's what I see. You know, you keep looking at the Word of God long enough, and eventually you'll stop seeing yourself as a failure. You'll stop seeing yourself as worthless, and you'll start to look and say, wait a minute, I am, I'm, I'm, a king's kid. I'm a child of God. That is the best news in all the world. And if nothing else, if you don't have anything else to be grateful for or thankful for, you have to be thankful that he made provision and a way for us to have eternal life, to live in the kingdom of God 
forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That it will not end. That yeah, this life may may throw you some curveballs. It may throw you some some situations that you feel like that is too hard for you, that you're not going to make it through this. You might feel like it's too much weight, too heavy. But I want to tell you that God is the answer and the source. And He's provided for everything that we have need of. Hold on to Him. Don't run away from Him. Run to Him. Whatever's going on, run to God. If if any message that I could ever give, that it would be, I think to myself, if I could just get get people to run to the Father and not run away from Him. Because I know that in Him is every answer. It's every victory. It's every problem solved. It's everything that we'll ever need is all wrapped up in Him. He is the whole package. He is good and nothing but good. So if we'll run to God, not run away from Him, and talk to Him and just pour out our heart to Him, God is merciful to those that that require mercy. God is merciful and kind to those. He loves and helps the helpless. God is full of mercy, and His mercies are fresh and new every morning. So look into that mirror. Look into the the, the Word of God, and don't shy away from it. And if if you need to fix something, fix it. If it know that He's right there with you, helping you. And if you and if you need to come up higher and see yourself. That's, that's Jesus standing right beside you, smiling and saying, hey, you're beautiful. You're awesome. You're wonderful. You are valuable and you're worth the price that was paid. Amen. Let me end this in prayer. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we thank you and we worship you and we honor you, Lord God. And we thank you for your goodness, your mercy and your grace, Lord, and, and showing us, Lord, who we are, and as we look into the Word of God, as we look into this mirror, that we see you and we see ourselves, and we don't walk away and forget that, Lord. We don't forget who we are. We don't forget the the images that we see, That, but it's either to change or to, to be encouraged. But whichever it is, Lord, we know that you're right there with us. When I need to change, Lord, I'm grateful because I know that the change brings a blessing. The more I change, the more I become like you, the more blessed I am. It'll only bring more blessing. If I'm willing to change, it's only going to make my life more blessed and better. So, Father, I thank you for the opportunity to change. I thank you for the opportunity to to show me where I'm failing and where I'm messed up so that, Lord, I can become more like you. And I humble myself before you, Lord, and I say, Lord, show me that. Show me the bad hair. So that, Lord, we can fix it. And, Lord, show me the beauty of, the, of your word and, and the, the power of who you are and who I am in you. So that I can be strong and courageous and remember who I am when I stand and face the enemy. That I won't forget that I'm a child of the Most High God. And, Lord, I thank you that your power lives on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit. And that we have that ability, Lord God, to change this world. And, Lord, we thank you. In the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.